everybody. You've reached the Mayfair Podcast. I'm Eric. And this is Josh. We're going to be chatting about October 25th through the 31st. Oh, Halloween. Spookvember. <laughs> it's a thing. We're it's just going to put in a lot of bats and lightning bolts yeah, yeah. and Vincent Price cackles in <laughs> like the background. Like coughing for some yeah. reason. Like, that's not a good thing, but still. And we have some special guests today. I will let them introduce themselves just so we can put a voice to the name. I'm Lorenzo. And I'm uh, Hot Mike Tamafi, world famous comedian. And they are from Embarrassing Humans. Is it Embarrassing Humans podcast? Sure. I think you yeah. asked that the last time. I did. Right? It was like I a year know. ago. So I don't Embarrassing yeah. Humans presents. Presents. Yeah. The presents. podcast. Embarrassing Humans is like the collective producing group, yeah. uh, which is essentially just me and Mike because no one else wants to join. But uh, <laughs> then You've offered membership to other people? Just Mike Bombay. That's it. Oh, man. Well, you, no, but you were like, there we could be two mics. Like, you can have <laughs> one mic. That's it. What's yeah. up with other mics? Why is he... uh, I think he just forgot. Oh, okay. So, oh, Did they call him Bombay because he likes Bombay Sapphire so much? Or is it exactly. his real last name? No, it's because he's a terrible comic. Ah, okay. Yeah. Oh, he's always... Emilio Estevez fan as well. I think. Uh, see, this is what I'm wondering. I was like, how many things can we think of? That's three. So you guys are screening the Mighty Ducks, I believe you said. Oh, <laughs> classic. Just Put it on one. the list. Yeah, yeah, the second one when they really peaked. It might sound like we're recording in a quaint log cabin because there's just the tin of raindrops falling oh, in the background so nice. that I can hear. And the movie just starting in the other background. So we got yeah. like a movie happening. We got rain. Oh, it's actually Mike. Packed. You know, they're all here. Everything's here. Yeah. And these guys have dropped by because they're doing another presentation with us, which I always love doing because they show awesome stuff. And then we don't have to take the risk of yeah. not doing it. Well. It's all yeah. on your shoulders. There's always something you want to see. You're like, yeah. oh, thank God. So tell us what you're screening next. So on Saturday, uh, October 26th at 3 p.m., uh, the doors open and showtime's at 3.20. We'll be screening uh, Army of Darkness. Oh, yay. You were so excited you almost couldn't get it. Uh, yeah. And so, yeah, the reason I am uh, so hard to get this out is uh, I... Don't really know the movie. I well, can't believe you well, haven't seen Army yes. Darkness. I was sh- I thought he was joking when I was yeah. like, I mentioned. He's, I was like, I've seen this, and he was like, I haven't seen it. No, and I haven't. I'm famously a coward, so like I oh. stay away from horror movies mm-hmm. uh, and things that make me uncomfortable. And so fights and stuff. And too. fights yeah, and yeah, yeah, I just run. Uh, confrontation of any kind. Pretty much. I, yeah. So I, I'm. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen the film. Uh, so I will be. Uh, handing off the reins to hot Mike. T- I'm not going to say that. <laughs> handing off the reins to Mike Tamafi, world famous, world famous comic <laughs> uh, and karaoke host Mike Tamafi, who will be hosting the show. And we've actually switched things up a bit, not just with Mike hosting, because I apparently talk too much. But we're going to be having, as evident. As yeah, right that's now. good. He's backing that up with words. <laughs> yeah, we're we're also going to be changing the structure a bit. So uh, do you want to talk about that? How we're changing up the structure? I'd love to change up the structure because. Uh, we only have access to three microphones, and we're trying to share them with four That's people. That's true. That's right. Which was a little chaotic, and sometimes it's the spontaneity of jumping in with a quick joke or comment, because mm-hmm. we usually have comedians on the panel. Mm-hmm. So figure, let's get it back down to three guests. I like to have two people that haven't seen it and one person that has, so then the host can more play to their experience rather than us trying to talk about it, because either I'll love the film or Lorenzo loved the film. Let's figure out what these guys. Let's make them do the work. Yeah, exactly. it's on you to be funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or not, and then you're like, yeah. "Why well, you just won't be coming back?" And if Lorenzo doesn't like the film, are you breaking up right away? Yeah, no, yeah. that's actually better. I'd rather I'd rather hear those opinions because we find it's a little boring when everyone's on the same page. Yeah, right. Like, mm-hmm. oh, we all like it. Or yeah. We all don't like <laughs> yeah, it. yeah. Okay, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Now, it's a Sam Raimi film, right? Yeah. So Correct. is it as good as Spider-Man Three? 
Ooh. I mean, it's the Spider-Man 3 of Evil Dead movies. It doesn't Ooh. have as good as a dance number as Spider-Man <laughs> 3. Yeah. I love it because that one, that, without spoiling it, it's the campy, it's, it's a throwback to like the 50s and like the claymation and like the you old... Meant, I thought you meant Spider-Man 3 at first. Ever. You, <laughs> no. You, you mean Army <laughs> Darkness. Army Because I was like, where's he going with this? <laughs> yeah, I know. I, so it's not really a horror movie. I call it like a comedy homage horror. Yeah. Like it's not... Well, I think it's one of the... Of all time, one of the most mislabeled R-rated movies ever. Like, I don't know if the rating board people watched it. Maybe they watched Evil Dead 2, because I had to sneak into Army of Darkness because I was not 18 yet, and it was R-rated even in Canada. Really? And usually the rule is R in the States, 14A here. We're much more lenient. And I snuck in, and we did the old, you know, it didn't make money off us that night. We bought a ticket. I should research. We bought a ticket to whatever other movie was playing at World Exchange, and then walked into Army of Darkness. R.I.P. World Exchange. Yeah, 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 World Exchange. I was just in there today. What? Not watching a movie, sadly. (laughs) We were were talking about it before we started, but I tried to do that for Freddy Got Fingered, and they caught us. Oh, no. So I bought a ticket, I think Anaconda or something, some other movie was playing. That was my first date movie. Really? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It was okay. <laughs> the date was better than the movie, but still, no, it wasn't. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so we're married now. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. But it's I fun. always think of R-rated movies. How much more money they actually made? <laughs> South Park made a joke about that ages ago. Trey and Matt run Letterman or something, and they said we think Wild Wild West owes us twenty million dollars because Wild Wild West was the PG movie that two weeks, yeah. Yeah. and they were R-rated. And you know tons of people under 18 snuck into that movie for sure. by going, one for Wild Wild West. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just walking in. And I imagine, especially in a big multiplex, it's yeah. harder to wrangle those things. So yeah, like, you know, Army of Darkness maybe actually made $40 million instead of one. Yeah. <laughs> but all of us nerds bought tickets to whatever family Disney movie was out that yeah. week instead. That'd be interesting to look back on, like, what was out at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See what, what would have had that bump. I could do that and be like, dear this movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Please give them money. <laughs> yeah. Adjusted for deflation? Like, yeah. I don't even know you Well, for that. years... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like... Adjusted for underage. Yeah, we need to, like, rank that. There should be some Smash movie we just never knew was a Smash and that director never did never, anything again. Yeah. Island of Dr. Moreau. Like, that should have had, like, 100 <laughs> million. Well, when I went, it was packed. That one Friday night I went, it was packed. And to Island of Dr. Moreau? No, I'm sorry. No, <laughs> no, no one has ever said that. that. Yeah. It's, it's my favorite movie. I love Army of Darkness, and it probably is my Desert Island movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, and really? Damn. I've seen it. We've showed it once every couple years here. Yeah. Never get tired of it. Still laughing at it. I realize it's a point where other people's opinions aren't wrong, but don't matter necessarily, mm-hmm. even if they're professionals. Because there was a critic at The Citizen, like their big shot critic, and he gave it one star or whatever. The, I'll remember this. And he just said everything that I love about it as a negative. <laughs> and he hated it. And meanwhile, that Friday night audience, people are cheering and laughing. Yeah. He's the one guy. And he's, he's the like one angry. guy. Yeah. And so I always remember that of that guy did not like it. And that's fine. But it's funny how in the long run, it's had so many DVD re-releases. Yeah, oh, different cuts. Probably more than any other movie, to be honest. And like. sadly, it lasts, you know, three years is better than no years, but the TV show, Ash vs. Yeah. Evil Dead, was amazing. Mm-hmm. So I I just started watching the third one because it was on Netflix now. Yeah. 
So I was behind for whenever they release it. But I love the third season because it felt more Army of Darkness right. than the yeah, first yeah. two. So some people are saying, like, oh, I don't like the third one. I'm like, oh, it's my favorite because oh, they're man. doing the everything I love about Army of Darkness. <laughs> when the trailer came out, so it was like, whatever, three and a half years ago, we're sitting on the couch and my uh, wife had found the trailer and put it up on YouTube or whatever, watched, zapped it to the TV. Yeah. And anyone who knows me, this is not too shocking of a thing, but the trailer's playing. And she puts a hand on my shoulder. She's like, it's going to be okay. Are you? And she's like, are you crying? I was full-blown tears of joy crying. And I texted one of my best friends, Al, who is another Evil Dead fan. All I put was, did you cry? And he said, his wife's name's Allie. He said, yes, Allie teased me like a bully because I cried. Because wow. it's one of those things where... I never thought it was going to happen. And we always joke, I hate to talk about TV on a movie podcast, but it's for a purpose. We're going to plug our darkness. Yeah, yeah. The biggest thing about the nerd world we live in now is all these things are happening that seemed like fantasy. Whether it be more Star Wars movies, Thanos in a movie, Rocket Raccoon in a movie, Ash coming back. In my wildest nerd dreams, I was like, well, we got Superman 4 once. That was a movie, you know? Yeah, so good. That's my old man thing. Kids today, yeah. you know? I had a Trial of the Incredible Hulk TV movie when I was oh, a kid. Man. That's all I had. The first two Captain Americas from back in the day. Well, Those are the good ones. And that's actually a good tie to what Raimi did with Spider-Man because that was, like, one of the first big, like, yeah. comic book movies. Yeah, he... and it was an example of giving somebody the gig who wanted the gig, yeah. who knew the source material. With Army of Darkness... It's really a big tribute to Ray Harryhausen movies. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure, but I think it, it's right on the cusp. I think it was the last movie to be full practical effects. That full movie is puppets and stop motion yeah. and old school matte paintings. I think it's right on the cusp. But they did it on purpose. I yes. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. purposely uh, apparently cost so much more money. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know if anyone's... Well, maybe Nolan has at some point, but we, like Memento might be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you Man. know, not for an action or an adventure movie. Mm-hmm. But I just love how low budget it still is. And mm-hmm. this isn't a spoiler at all, but Ted Raimi, Sam's very talented brother, yeah. I think has four roles in the movie. Yeah. Where he's like <laughs> a peasant and he's in the shop and he plays a monster. Yeah. And... There's no reason for that except for like, oh, we can just get Ted to do everything. Yeah. And I always love that do-it-yourselfness of Sam Raimi movies mm-hmm. where he can still do that. Even on like the big, like the biggest stuff he's done, I guess, is Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man 3. But there's still that sense of like his friends are still there. Peter Parker's still driving Ash's car. Yeah. You know, yeah. so. And uh, Bruce Campbell's in all three with cameos. Yeah. yeah that's right. Which is yeah. so cool. I, yeah. I remember seeing that in the theater and be like, that's, yeah. that's Ash. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's oh, in the first one, he's the announcer, right? At the, at the ring. Yeah. Second one, he's the usher. Yeah. That's he right. jokes that he foils him in every movie yeah. where he's the announcer, he's the usher who kicks him out of the theater, yeah. and then he's like a, a waiter. Who, yeah. Like yeah, ruins his date. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So we'll have to mention, too, this was not planned, but there is a awesome 4K re-release yes. of Evil Dead. Oh. So it's a little backwards, but there's nothing wrong with this. So come see Army of Darkness on Saturday, and then a few days later, on Tuesday and Wednesday, come see the 4K restoration of the original Evil Dead. Yes. Wow. And it's all picture restored, the sound all restored. Well, I heard they had to redo it because it was like single channel. Yeah. And now this is like orchestral. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Every channel, man. Yeah. All of the channels. <laughs> Joseph Ledusa, who's done a lot of Sam Raimi stuff up until current day. Yeah. Like, he did the music on Ash vs. Evil Dead. Wow. He did 
Xena and Hercules. Mm. He did a lot of the stuff he's produced. <laughs> like, uh, Jack of all trades. Jack of all trades, yeah. <laughs> he's done a bunch of cool stuff. So Joe LaDusa went back and there's a whole new score. That's so, cool. so instead of like Joe on a keyboard in 1981, <laughs> now there's like an actual score. Wow. We had the trailer in rotation and now, oh, I'm dying. Gwen leaned over at one point and was like, oh, I love baby Bruce. Because they're like kids. Yeah, they're yeah. like 21. <laughs> And Bruce looks like 21, and he's like thin, and you know his his voice is barely cracked, you know. <laughs> and with that, the evolution of that Ash yeah. versus Army of Darkness Ash, and there's really no like there's not a strong canon to the Evil Dead films because you yeah. can kind of cut them together. It's almost like one's a different series, to be honest. Yeah, like, yeah. and the other two, like he's a different because yeah, he's this he's finding his way, and then he's funny Ash, you know, ridiculous over the top Ash, and they're both great. Well, even like I won't spoil it just in case somebody hasn't seen Evil Dead Two, but the end of Evil Dead Two does not match up with the beginning of Army of Darkness. No, no. even a little. <laughs> it's kind of a even remake a of one, yeah. basically. Yeah. So. So yeah, so it's a weird little franchise where it's not, you know, you watch Star Trek 2, 3, and 4, like mm-hmm. that's in canon, That's mm-hmm. but these are just kind of like, they didn't care that much, they just were like, yeah, we just want to have fun yeah. and tell this story. And... and it's an interesting line in the sand because there's some people who like one and don't like the rest, and there's other yeah. people who like two and three and they don't, it's not that they don't like one, but they like Funny Ash and like Watch right. Craig Ash. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, I'm more a fan of the first one. I don't not like the other ones. I just, in terms of like horror how, and the low budget and just the ingenuity, like I, the first one is one of my favorite horror movies. So, but that's the nice thing about the restoration because the, yeah. the thing I had the hardest part was is the original. It's grainy. The lighting's <laughs> at some point is so messed up. Yeah, like yeah. I was distracted by the quality of the film at some points. I know that's probably the point of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like as someone that I was at a pretty young age and not really into film yet. I'm just trying to watch a movie that I heard was good. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, oh, that's too dark, or what's going on? Yeah, so yeah. I can't wait to see the 4K. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's going to be fun. Oh, man. No, it's always, I, I was like that with Texas Chainsaw when I yeah. saw that on VHS for the first time. I was like, what the hell is this? Like, it just looks awful. And I was like, oh, wait, it's terrifying. Okay. It's bizarre, though, too. With a franchise, it depends on how you see it. A number of years ago, George Lucas was on The Daily Show with Jon Stewart. And Jon Stewart joked with him, and he said... I tried to convince my son that Empire Strikes Back is the best Star Wars movie, but his favorite movie is Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. And he said this with a smile on his face, and George Lucas laughed, and he goes, so I tried to tell him he's wrong, but it doesn't work. And then George said, yeah, it's a weird thing, because you have the original, the prequels, and now more. I had a friend who, just because of the time frame, her daughter only saw the very good Clone Wars cartoon. Clone cartoon yeah. And then we're talking one day, and I was, and I was like, Whoa, wait. She doesn't know what happens with Annie? <laughs> oh, no. And and my friend kind of perked up and went, Oh my god, she doesn't. <laughs> and she realized that kids under the age of like, you know, ten, nine, eight, haven't seen the movies yet, maybe, went straight into the Clone Wars at age like say five, six. Some might have known, some might even know Darth Vader. And I was like, Wow. And so she didn't know. So imagine that hit of it's like imagine like like in Batman and then four or five years into liking Batman, he goes crazy and kills all his friends. Like, that's weird. Like, that's yeah. a weird part of the Star Wars franchise. Yeah. yeah. Well, and my, I always think about that. <laughs> my, my daughter and son both are Force Awakens. Like, they are... Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are in that trilogy. And, like, I tried... We watched Phantom Menace this weekend. God, that movie does not They're hold like, up. Daddy, right? what the hell is this? <laughs> yeah, they did not like it at all. I tried explaining that the little boy is Darth Vader. They're like, who's Darth Vader? Like, they, yeah, yeah, they yeah. kind of know who he is. And, like, they know Yoda much more. That sticks in their head more. Like, And, and then also I 
introduced in a Weird Al and that song, and they okay. love that song. Ah, so, good. Uh, yeah, that's good. I'm trying to do my, my part. The for saga parenting. began. The saga began. No, not that song. The Yoda song. Yoda song. Oh, okay. Yoda. See, I, oh. I was gonna, I couldn't I couldn't tell either. I was like, I think he means the Yoda, but then he maybe means the other. No, but if they didn't one. like Phantom Menace, then why would they like that song? Why would song? they like that song? I don't know. But I can see that with Army of Darkness. If you watched Army of Darkness first, and you think, oh, Ash is this crazy, Hail like the king, delusionary. <laughs> anti-hero almost womanizing you know jerk and you see part one and you're like that's why I like, that's why I like the yeah. movie yeah. <laughs> and you see part one you're like oh he's just a college kid yeah. what, how does he turn it you know, I can see you being like no nah, I just want to watch Army of Darkness mm-hmm. but if you grew up with the evolution and you yeah. see the, the turn in part two you know so yeah. it's weird but great yeah, I'm just hoping these guys do a uh, podcast in the alleyway after we play Evil Dead One. Yeah, you know? like, just uh, like it's a free embarrassing humans thing. It's like yeah. come on into the alleyway. Yeah, we'll yeah. talk about it. It's not going to be weird. Yeah, come here, kids. Yeah. So wait, you say your other guest is a fan or so? So I'll, uh, we have two guests. Two guests. We've announced one, mm-hmm. uh, and that is a wonderful Ottawa comic who uh, just recently defeated Mike at a mm-hmm. roast competition. Oh, oh snap! Uh, Jeffrey <laughs> Jeffrey Davis. He was one of the producers at Comedy at Poor Boy. Uh, yeah. You should look him up. He's very funny, much funnier than Mike. Was uh, he mean? Apparently, was he mean? Roast? I was. Me I wasn't there. I wish I could have <laughs> gone. Should have been there. But is, I heard, is Mike I heard setting this all up to get him back? Is well, that what it is? Like, I've asked them to do some of their best roasts at the uh, at the the event. So okay. we'll see if we can get them to go at it again. Well, I'm gonna. Ro- I'm roasting him in like the end of November at Poor Boy for that. The oh one yeah, that you the did. one I had to drop yeah. out of. Yeah. So, so there'll be a roast at the Poor Boy at the end of November. Lorenzo as well because he's not. He roasts me every day. I guess that's just free. In, in the Ottawa comedy community, I have people messaging me all the time, even people who've known both of us for years, being like, are you guys fighting? <laughs> no, he's just generally that mean to me. Uh, the other the other guest who I will announce who has not seen the movie, and I haven't announced her yet because I was going to do it yesterday, but everyone's talking about the whole election, uh, is Heather Hurst, who is a noted Ottawa comedian. She recently hosted Tinder Tales uh, mm. live on Elgin. Um, so she, come see the movie. She was actually an unofficial panelist for Life of Brian in that she was in the crowd and the person she brought kept yelling during the whole time. Oh, oh man. The Australian guy? The Australian guy, guy. yeah. So, so Heather... It, like in a good way or a bad way? With uh, the yelling? I mean, I thought or, it was funny. Okay. He knew a lot about the... Like more than we could research about the movie. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. So, overwhelming guests. Yeah. And he was very drunk. As ah, well. yeah. but, well, Austra- uh, we covered that. Australia. Yeah, well, Australia, you were yeah, serving Australia. beers to be fair. So, it's I mean, too, yeah. I guess you kind of egged him on. So, so Heather was there and she's uh, she'll be coming to... But she's a big fan of the format and said like how Yes. Yeah. Oh, nice. so, yes. Is that guy going to be there as well? I we don't so. know yet. I, I so. I'm fairly confident he will not. <laughs> yeah, we're going to make it my business that <laughs> yeah. he's not there this time. Yeah. But uh, those are our two, yes. And so I'll be uh, going in blind. Cool. I mean, I've seen the trailer and I know some, like the Hail to the King baby, obviously from Very cool various movie. cultural references. Mm. But yeah. Uh, yeah, well, it'll be interesting. I'm, I'm curious because I I don't know horror very well so it's a good one it, it's uh you'll be too scared yeah there, there's some monsters in it you know but and not. like well the movie i wanted to do was uh, Ernest scared stupid but nobody uh, literally nobody wanted that movie so well and it's yeah. good excuse it's in the disney vault oh thank god oh. <laughs> thank god Ernest. You're people forget that Ernest is, is touchstone it? pictures oh, touchstone. which That's is right. disney That's Disney. i remember yeah. being so afraid of the monster and air there was scary yeah I it was like a scary event well and also like <laughs> vegans would probably protest because isn't dairy like the big 
twist in that movie is that that's what spoilers. Sorry, the bad guy is the dairy industry. The troll. Okay. I think milk. I never saw the movie. It's just kryptonite. Someone at home right now is like doing dishes, listening to podcasts. You just throw down a plate. No. Spoilers. I don't want to upset you, but Josh is vegan. So the fact that you you come on here and throw that in his face. How dare they? God. Did anyone play that uh, Evil Dead or Army of Darkness video game? I think it was for like. Oh, s- I never did. No. Yes. N sixty four. Say I can't. No, it was that. PlayStation. What? PlayStation. I, yeah, it was maybe. not good. No, <laughs> it had Bruce and Ted in it, which was yeah, neat. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, the but it was right on that cusp of like where <laughs> video games were like retro and cool, like Mario or whatever, yeah. and then new and cool. And there was this time just right in the middle where everything is this terrifying uncanny valley of dead faced <laughs> people with voice actors and stuff but yeah I remember that Yeah, Ghostbusters remember they did it with Ghostbusters but that's supposed to be actually yeah. good though I never played it From but they I got mean. everybody everybody's oh, in it oh really yeah. people say that's like the actual sequel part like, three because like, there's a real script oh. and cut scenes and all this stuff and yeah, yeah I know apparently it's about. really good yeah that yeah like all the, ho- the whole cast wow, even cool. it was for Playstation Hail to the King Hail, Hail to the King. King also there was a Commodore 64 Evil Dead game what? In 1984. I gotta get me a Commodore 64. What, what would you do? <laughs> I don't, yeah, I know. You're just going in around the in a circle, I guess. I don't it, it's know. probably just like E.T. It's probably just like yeah. a cabin, like a stick figure cabin. Yeah. And you're like a stick figure ash, and you like walk around. And I don't know. What should, else could it be? You should partner with House of Targ to get that brought over Oh my here. god, oh, man. You gotta find Commodore that. 64 that would be incredible. Version. Yeah, and there were, there were two PlayStation 2 ones as well. Just So what? you weren't wrong on that. What? Fistful of Boomstick and Regeneration. That's crazy. Yeah, so, and a bunch of other, like, IOS stuff. But to get back to Commodore 64. Yeah. yeah. Like that, Commodore 64? Because I, I know there's a joke, Texas Chainsaw one. I don't think it was a real, maybe it was a real game, too. But I've, I know there's been a few where it wasn't a real, like, Atari game or whatever game, yeah. but they made a box. But, yeah. like, this is real. Remember huh. Slaughterhouse? Yeah. And it was like, you thought it was Jason Voorhees, but it wasn't Jason <laughs> yeah, Voorhees. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was like a... Um, Jason Voorhees? Or it was an arcade like... game. Uh-huh. And it was a guy in a hockey mask. And it was pretty scary, pretty gross. And you're just running around killing monsters. And I don't know how they got away with a character that looked 100% like Jason Voorhees. And they're just like, <laughs> it was Slaughterhouse, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they're like, it's called Slaughterhouse. It's a different guy with a machete killing monsters. Well, he's left-handed now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. They are probably like, you South can't Park. copyright... Hockey mask, too bad. Yeah, I remember that game. Like, I forgot about it until this second. It was scary. So we'll add that to the list. Okay, let's... We're going to run out of time. Yes. We we could chat for... These podcasts could be, like, two-hour-long Mark Maron podcasts. At least. I don't want to edit a two-hour podcast. That would take me, like, three days. So let's just quickly mention what we have for Halloween, October 25th through 31st. I wish I had said that. For you uh, scaredy pants out there, we have some normal movies still. Thank God. Just for one show, we might hold it over again, but we have one additional screening of The Peanut Butter Falcon, which is excellent. Excellent movie, one of my favorites of the year. It's not about a sandwich, Mike. (laughs) I just heard about it. It's so good. And it's kid-friendly. It's PG. It's very, like, Mark Twain kind of adventure. Where a, so a, a lot of bombs. Yeah, I was, yeah, yeah. Say, I was like, I'm gonna let this go. <laughs> yeah, so it's better more. than Mark Twain, I guess. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it's um, a young man with Down syndrome who, because of the state that he lives in, is in an old age home. That's where Jake. We just saw Jake the Snake. Jake the Snake's in it. He yeah, was at yeah. Yuck Yucks, and I was talking to him. He's like, "You gotta go see Peter Ravaga. I, I oh, take care of this." He, he says retard. And I can oh, Jake, that was so good. It's from like, another time. I'm like, you guys. this isn't real, is it? Yeah. Like, so Jake the Snakes in it. So that's why I want to yeah, see it. Yeah, so the, the, wow. this, I, I don't know how old he is, but he's like 20 or something. He, his dream is to be a wrestler, and he goes on this quest 
with Shia LaBeouf, who's a of course fisherman who's down on his luck. Obviously. And they go on a quest to wrestle. And Jake the Snake is one of the wrestlers. And then, speaking of Spider-Man 3, Thomas Hayden Church plays oh. kind of a hero wrestler. I thought they, like, dug up Macho Man. And no, oh, Macho Man. Oh, at least so they, get, they get some of his rap songs on there, at least. Yeah. Like, it's the same. Mick Foley's in Kingston right now. Mick Foley, he's the oh, other one who's in it. Oh, is he? Mick Foley he's plays in it the too. referee. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. This is it's the so craziest good. thing so I've good. ever heard. So, sorry, when are we seeing Peanut Butter Falcon? It is on Sunday at 1.30. Oh, wow. Wait, isn't go. that before your movie? No, that's no, Saturday. Saturday. Oh, that would have been, that would have been double <laughs> feature. Yeah. Okay. Then we have Before You Know It, which is a Sundance Grand Jury Prize nominee. It's a New York comedy drama about two sisters who think their mom is dead and then find out she's on a soap opera. And Jake the Snake makes an appearance. Yeah, just, <laughs> Jake no the Snake reason. is on the soap opera. <laughs> then we have First Love, Ottawa premiere from, can I pronounce it correctly? Uh, I'm going to call uh, you if you don't. Takashi... You're not gonna even try. Mike, Mike. Yeah, it is Mike. He's been saying he's always been saying Mike. I've been saying Takashi Mike like a white person. I'm like, I'm sorry, Takashi Mike. I don't even remember how I heard it the first time, but it was a similar thing. Someone corrected me, and I was like, I can't let Josh go through this again. Yeah. So every time I'm like, it's Mike. I'm gonna start calling you Mike. Mike. Yeah. It's it's a good look. Mike Timofe. No. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't print. You didn't. I said his last name wrong that whole time. You never said anything. That's true. I was saying Timofe. You can say it a lot of ways. Yeah. He never corrected me. Just to let you know. So. He's so polite. He not, yeah, not to get off topic, but I felt like I, I called him Timofey Chalamet, and you laughed. I thought that yeah. didn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't make any sense. Anyways, you were saying Takeshi is the crazy legendary director who is not 200 years old and has already directed over a hundred feature films. God, lots of different genres too, like horror and samurai action and all kinds of different stuff samurai like that. Samurai horror. Samurai horror. <laughs> it usually gets back to horror. horror samurai. Yeah. And this looks like a kind of pulp fictiony boxer gangster kind of movie oh yeah we saw the preview i came to see once upon a time in hollywood yes the preview was before. Yeah. yeah i remember yeah. something like i want it looks really cool right? yeah. yeah i love your backstories to these movies yeah. <laughs> it's like, come here all the time, all the time. Yeah. Yeah. you can it's see good. all the good things you know he has a personal connection to every movie you're gonna preview oh thank god he's even presenting one of them so yeah. all right. <laughs> uh then this is i love how this story is developing we have the auto premiere of the king which is a new henry v movie from the director of Animal Kingdom, which was humongous a couple years ago, and it has Timothy Chalamet in it. Oh, right. That's why I was thinking of that when I made that yeah. bad joke. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Joel Edgerton <laughs> and Robert Battison is oh, in man. it. Oh, man. Oh, Batman. They're Robert all Battison. All, all of those. But what's interesting I, I is this... I think you that the first no, time. No, no, I'm doing that on purpose until I see him. It's like, I, I think it's Pattison. No, no, he's Pattison. <laughs> okay, gotcha. This is another Netflix film. Ooh. And so it's this very interesting... Thing that's happened, I think I mentioned before, where Netflix wants to be on big screen so they could be Oscar mm-hmm, yeah. nominated. They try to get into the multiplexes. The multiplexes said, try to negotiate and said, like, we want a three month window. Netflix said, we'll give you a one week window. <laughs> uh, oh, wow. Man. The multiplex said, you'll never work in this town again. Netflix went to the indie cinemas and said, do you want to play the new Martin Scorsese movie? Do you want to play the new Eddie Murphy <laughs> Do you movie? Think anyone would come to this movie? And we all said, yeah. yeah. So starting last week, we played The Laundromat, which is Steven Sonnenberg, so oh, right, yeah. Oscar-winning filmmaker, mm-hmm. Meryl Streep, who's gold for our cinema. Oh, man, yeah. And it did crazy well all week long. And the only reason we're not holding it over is because it's Halloween, and yeah. we've got Rocky Horror and we got offered a new film. With Baddison. With Baddison. <laughs> and then on the horizon, we have the new Scorsese film. We have Dolomite with Eddie Murphy. Oh, yeah. So, That's amazing. And wow. I think 
a lot of our patrons might not have Netflix. I almost want to do an exit poll. Okay. And so between, I'm going to profile them, but older folks who don't have Netflix and super geeks who want to see The Irishman on the big screen, we don't need to sell 8,000 tickets a night. We sell 100, 200 a night. That's crazy good. And they were so happy with our numbers on the laundromat we're going to be able to get all these Netflix movies. And I'm nice. like, oh, if we would have had this like three weeks earlier, we could have had El Camino on our screen. Oh, man. Yeah. So, and I think there's enough nerds who will be like, oh, I have it at home, but I want to see it on the big screen. And it's different. Like, so It's like Army of Darkness. That was the point when we started this whole thing is there's something different, and we know this from doing stand-up, there's something different when you go see something live. Like, there's a different But there's a laugh in the room is crazy. There's movies I've seen in theaters where you're like The Departed. Where yeah. you're laughing at points, and yeah. then people watch at home like I didn't laugh at all. Yeah. Well, there's a different energy for right sure. Now. For sure, tensions broken. Yeah, yeah. Midsummer yeah. was another one like that yeah. recently. Where there's a lot of dark humor in it, and people were losing it in the theater. But it's a horror movie, more or less, and it's it's yeah. really yeah. If you're watching it alone at home, you know, like it's not, it's not, the same. Same, not at all. Well, that's why Army of Darkness is the best movie ever because it's <laughs> a comedy and horror, yeah. and those are the two things. Like if you're sitting at home alone watching. Even your favorite thing, you might just watch it. Mm-hmm. But with a crowd, there's that buzz. Yeah. It's like, so we just screened this little movie, but I'm glad we screened it, called Greener Grass. We have it for one more night, but it'll be gone by the time this podcast is up. But it's by two ladies from UCB. Mm-hmm. And it's a really weird, suburban, almost John Waters kind of comedy. And we had a half-decent crowd, but loved it. Like, the crowd laughing their heads off, clapped at the end the whole bit. But watching a weirdo movie like that at home, you might just be like, yeah, this is interesting and weird. But when you're... When you're with other weirdos. Other weirdos, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And, like, I can't... I always feel bad here when we have a guest filmmaker and there's, you know, ten people in the crowd. And one of them's the drunk Australian guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, why does he know so much about my movie? But it's like comedy. Like, I imagine live comedy, there's got to be nights where there's three people in the crowd and one of them is on their phone and you're just yep. trying to tell them a story and it's crickets and you're, like, the exact same skill in storytelling you're doing with... 200 people mm-hmm. is a different night. Oh, yeah. Like, sure. Yeah. I love Weezer. And when Weezer comes through town, I'm not going to be like, oh, well, I already have their albums. I don't have to see them. <laughs> True. There's right. no logic to me going to see them. <laughs> yeah. I have their albums here. You know? Like, that's why it's heartening to see that we can have this, we can embrace our Netflix overlords yeah. and say, yep, we'll show your movie. Then you show it on your thing. We'll do well with it for a week. There you go. You know? So... Yeah, it's interesting now. Well, especially with Lansdowne so close. It's like, we're yeah. for sure will be the Netflix people. If yeah. you won't, you know, it's like, we yeah. will definitely do this. And then the last thing we'll quickly mention is, it needs no advertising. We're probably going to sell out in the next day. Yeah. The Rocky Horror Picture Show, screenings on Friday, Saturday, and Halloween night. We've been selling tickets like crazy. Man. The buzz has got out to the to the norms, to the normals, <laughs> that this Who could be they? the <laughs> last Rocky Horror because of the Disney Vault 20th Century Fox thing, which we've talked about. Still no word, but, I mean, if this is the last one, you want to come see this. So, yeah, yeah. how do I get tickets for this one? Box office or online? Just box office. Yeah. And we have them on sale up until the day of. And you can see we have kind of a little bit of limitations just to make ticket buying easier for people coming to see a show. Yeah. So, like, you know, whatever. Say we have a show at 6.30 and the other one at 9. We say, you know, 6.45 till 8.30. And, like, every single day. So Okay. So there's plenty of kind of... Times in between to have a chance to come pick up tickets. And then it's just wristbands. And then the day of, open up about half an hour before showtime. And then the madness ensues. And it's, it's almost like a Broadway schedule for our crew. Because they're doing two shows Friday, two shows Saturday, and three shows on Halloween. 
the shadow cast. Shadow cast, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like seeing a live show with a lot of interaction with the crowd and the movie at the same time. So cool. And this crew, like we have one of the, I forget the exact stat, but we have one of the most successful Rocky Horror runs in the past decade. Yeah. And our, our shadow cast is very famous in that nerd culture. And they're good. Just it's like, you know, practice makes perfect. They've, they've done this. For, for years. A few of them have done this for eight or nine years now. For generations. Yeah. Generations, yeah. It's true. <laughs> yeah, they live in the theater. Yeah. It's weird. And if this is to be our last Halloween with Rocky Horror because of the, the Disney vault, you don't want to miss this. And so yeah. that, I think that word has got out and people are phoning in panic. Like, do you still have tickets? I do. You know, it's like, yeah, come get them. Come get them. <laughs> it's weird. It, it's weird to think that Disney is like, oh, we're going to lock it away and not make money. I know they don't need money, yeah. but... It's just free. Well, if they're going to buy Spider-Man, they need yeah. all the money they can get. Right? Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, I do want to witness it with the crowd. Oh, just for sure. Like, yeah. Especially, yeah, the Halloween ones are just bonkers. It's so much fun. Are we going? What are you dressing up as? I'll be Meatloaf. <laughs> uh, I, actually, that's another movie I have not seen. What? Well, really? Oh, snap. Oh, well, you got to dress as Tim Curry. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, yeah, yeah. You should come as Dr. Frankenstein, the character from the movie. <laughs> Confused. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's, but it's, it's his Frankenfurter. Is oh, really okay. I thought maybe I was trying to trip you up, but instead. I, I, don't, I don't believe anything you say anymore after that. Never. Horrible. That's what you should do. Not believe me. Okay, I'm looking at the clock. We're going to wrap this yeah. up because action-packed Lorenzo has to go and perform the stand-up comedy. Are you comedy. calling him Action Packed Lorenzo? Because I love that name. I didn't mean to, but now that's your <laughs> that's name. So Action Packed Perfect. Lorenzo. <laughs> Has to run from here and go straight to a stage so and good. perform the comedy. And I have to go for the Raptors opening game. Oh yeah, we forgot to talk the, Raptor the, talk. NBA begins tonight. The ring ceremony. Yeah, yeah. We're getting oh. the rings. We're getting, you know... Are you going to put on your ring at the same time? I might have to. Yeah, because I, I got myself a replica ring, so I could put that on over my dumb wedding ring. It looks... No, no, I like, <laughs> it looks really real. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's you got like it for nothing. Too, it's, right? I, well, it's not supposed to be, but I ordered one that's too big, and so, yeah, I just... It fits I, over two fingers like a yeah, little yeah. It's like five rings. It's not... I should have not gotten that one, but still, you know, it looks great, so... Yeah. I hope it's you putting on the ring ceremony and just, like, crying... Yeah, As like you're wife, watching a trailer. Essentially, yes. yeah. Your wife's just shaking her head. That's what it's going to be like. I was supposed to be at my buddy's place, but he canceled, so it's going to be my wife having to deal with my, my <laughs> BS. So it's going to be great, though. I predict a huge Raps win. It's not, they're not playing a very good team. Every, all, the, all the movie nerds have stopped listening. I know. Sorry. That's why we did this at the end, so yeah. that's better. They're like, uh, is he, I just want to hear the trailer audio. Are we yeah. done yet? Okay, thanks for listening, everybody. Go visit our friends at House of Targ. They're having a cool Halloween thing, too. You should oh. run back and forth between Rocky Horror and here. Mm-hmm. Rocky Horror and there. Fr- I went on Sunday. I took my friend. It was great. Did you play? I played every pinball game. What? Not Dig Dug. Yeah, it was free play, so it was oh, yeah. I could cool. afford to play everything. But the Munsters was my favorite. The Munsters is good. But yeah, the real, real good stuff. And uh, Frankenstein was good, too. You know, and it, They oh, did a great the job. The Robert De Niro one, right? The, yeah, yeah. 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 I, saw, I saw the post about that. That's everyone's hilarious. favorite Frankenstein film. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you think Frankenstein, you think, is it Kenneth Branagh? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. believe it was, yeah. So, you know, Keanu Reeves' finest role. He <laughs> seems like a yeah, No, he's in Dracula. All right, my bad. Keanu Reeves' finest role. Yeah. <laughs> Dracula. Uh, goes Dracula, Johnny Mnemonic, and then... Yeah, I'm just hoping they can get the, the Dracula pinball game next. Oh, yeah. You know, we'll oh, see. Yeah. So that what I just said makes sense in like a year. Okay, stop talking. Sorry, sorry. To go to work. I'm done, I'm done. Yeah. Okay, we're on MayfairTheater.ca. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And we'll see you next time to talk about more cool movies. Thank you, Embarrassing Humans. We'll see you on Saturday. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye.
Time for you to go, action-packed Lorenzo. <laughs> why, why are you in such a rush? You're going to be there by eight. Well, well. It's demonic. You shall die! Let's go. It's romantic. What of all the, the sweet words that you spoke? Well, that's just what we call pillow talk, baby. It's like nothing you've ever seen. Give me some sugar, baby. From Sam Raimi, director of Evil Dead and Darkman. Get him! Comes Army of Darkness. Groovy. Rated R.